Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So today, I'd love to talk to you about why you are in the habit of arguing with your life. So I have been returning this week to a book I read, God, I feel like it was decades ago now, called Loving What Is by Byron Katie. And the book attempts to get you to really question any time you argue with what is. And I think her title says it all. The goal is to love what is eventually. Now, Are there going to be circumstances in your life that you don't love? Of course, of course. And so our goal here is not to think positive thoughts over the top of our real emotions. That is not what this is all about. But like I mentioned yesterday, I was talking about how if you really want your life to be happier, you must be willing to spend time, spend time identifying your inner critic chatter and learning to manage it. You just have to because just because you think a thought does not make it true. But if you believe every thought that you think, you are going to make a real shit show of your life and your relationships, right? So anyways, going back to this book, I found myself yesterday at the pool, like paging through it again. And when I read a book, I, I, you know, I highlight or I, you know, I circle quotes that, that really have an impact, right? And I have noticed lately that I've been getting really frustrated with things. I've been getting frustrated with the progress I'm making in my business or the progress I'm making editing my book. And I've been thinking things along the lines of, okay, well, fuck, I'm 55 years old already. And like, this has already taken way too long and I am so behind. Okay. Well, it's obvious, right? You think things like that, you're pretty much going to feel like crap about yourself. They're not going to feel hopeful and inspired and motivated. Right. And so I notice Again, I notice when I have these sorts of thoughts and I catch on to them pretty quickly. And then I can be, you know, fairly intentional most of the time, just being able to say, oh, yep, there we go. You know, I am, I'm, I'm leveling up a little bit right now. So of course those thoughts are going to be there. Of course, my inner critic is going to start chattering because what I'm trying to do is new. And if it's new, it's uncomfortable. And if it's uncomfortable, it feels uncertain. And if it's uncertain, it's unpredictable. And anything that's unpredictable, my inner critic is going to assume is unsafe. And then the chatter is going to ensue, right? So I have really been onto myself in that respect. So here's what I want to say to you. If you are in the habit of arguing with what is, with any circumstance in your life, with the way someone you know in your life is acting or is treating you. It might be a boss. It might be a coworker. It could be a neighbor, a friend, an acquaintance. It could be your children. It could be your partner, your husband, your wife, your family. It could be whatever, right? I would really love to encourage you to get really curious about what you're thinking about that circumstance or about that person or about that relationship and really start to question it. And in her book, 
the first question that she gives to you to practice using with what you were thinking or feeling is, is this true? Is this true? Yes or no? And even to take it a step further and be able to ask yourself, do I know with 100% certainty that what I am thinking is true? And if one with 100% certainty, if you cannot answer yes, like for example, he or she is being rude to me. Okay. Is that true? Well, your brain may say yes. Okay. With 100% certainty, are you 100% sure that it's true that he or she is being rude to you? You know, then you might start to waver a little bit and really start to think it through. Okay. And then you get a little more curious and you ask yourself, okay, so if I continue to assume that that is true, that what my brain is telling me that they're being rude to me, if that is true, how am I going to continue to feel about that? Am I going to be bitter? Am I going to be resentful? Am I going to be angry? Am I going to be hurt, rejected, annoyed, something else? And because we know that our emotions fuel what we do or we don't do, how are you going to react or act or choose to show up if you believe that it's true, right? And then I love that she finishes off with this question. I'll paraphrase. Who would you be if you dropped that thought or that assumption about your circumstances or about the other person? So here's something that I find myself thinking quite often. If I get frustrated with someone, one of the thoughts that that pops into my head frequently is, oh my God, they're just being so difficult. And as if what I'm saying is he or she should not be difficult. And so using these questions, you know, if I'm willing to do so, I would, I would have to pause and ask myself, okay, is it really true that he or she is difficult? And I might take it a step further. Is it really true that he or she shouldn't be difficult? And then once you put it that way, then my mind starts playing it out. And I'm like, okay, so what I'm really saying is that I want other people to always be easy. And maybe what I'm really believing is that I should never be difficult and that I should always be easy. Because really, guys, if we're assuming that someone else should be easy or that we should be easy, aren't we really saying that we should be pleasing And that we should make sure that what we're doing will get the approval of others or won't rock the boat or won't ruffle the feathers or won't make other people feel a certain way. But do you see how by just being willing to question what I'm thinking and what I'm believing gives me this opportunity to really get curious about maybe where did that belief come from? And when have I felt in my own life like someone thought that I was difficult or that I couldn't be difficult? And really, what am I making that mean? Because really, at the end of the day, if I'm saying that someone's difficult, it really is me thinking that the way that they do things and the way that they move through life isn't as good as the way I do it. Because if they did it like me, then they would be easy because we would be the same. Isn't that interesting, right? So anyways, I'm going to put her four questions in the show notes for today and then 
over the next few days, I am going to invite you to think about someone in your life who you are really struggling with right now. And I am going to give you a couple of questions based on an activity in her book for you to get curious about, just to see if you become aware of something that you've been believing, not just about other people, but about yourself. All right, everyone, as always, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.